This broadcast is sponsored by Summit Bible College. Welcome to the Summit Show. This is your host, Caitlin Hashem. I hope that all of you are doing fantastic. I'm so happy to be in the studio. It is a hot, hot summer day in Bakersfield, California right now, and it is nice being in this air conditioning with these amazing women of God that I have on the show with me, and of course, my engineer, Greg, who never talks, but I'm telling you, he's doing all the magic behind the scenes. It's so great to be here. We are from Summit Bible College, and this is the show that we bring to you every single week. I have various leaders in the community, and sometimes even outside of the community, come on and talk about various subjects um, and give encouragement from the Word of God. Today, I have a very special one of God named Rosie Rosas. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yes, if it weren't for Penny, who I also have on the show, I would never have met you. So, Penny, hello. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for bringing Rosie to the Bible College. Yes, I we, knew she would be a blessing. <laughs> we have a lot of really good stuff up and coming with her, so yes. we're excited, aren't we? Yes, we are. So, today we are going to be talking about S-E-X. So, if you have any kids in the living room, who listens to the radio in their living room? I'm sure you guys are in the car, but maybe you have a radio in your living room and you're listening. Nevertheless, if there are kids around, get them doing something else, because this is a very intimate topic. It can get graphic at times, so it's for adults only, okay? Just letting you all know. But we are doing a seminar at Summit Bible College, ladies. Yes. And it is called Let's Talk About Sex. That's right. Um, you know, we really truly believe that in this day and age, everyone is talking about it. Uh, children are hearing about it, for sure. So it's funny that we give the disclaimer, um, and at churches, we don't talk about these things, but yet they're hearing it from everywhere else. Wow. And so it's about time that we talk about sex and um, what does God's Word have to say about sex, about gender, and how can even children and adults be healed in this area. Wow. You know, I'm sure you've heard about it. You've probably seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I need to get a babysitter for my kids so I can go see it. Um, Sound of Freedom. Have yes. you seen it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Have you seen it, Penny? No, I haven't. Oh, what what did you think about that movie, Rosie? Well, I, and I was aware of these things, but it, I mean, I pretty much prayed through the whole way through. I feel I was interceding and just praying. And as a matter of fact, um, just today, I was speaking to a woman who is probably going to be sharing her testimony at this seminar that we're having, but um, we ministered to her healing, and um, she has a powerful story. Uh, She was kidnapped at 15 years old and uh, sex trafficked, actually. And so when she came um, to us about three years ago, um, there were a lot, uh, a lot of healing that she needed, and so there was a lot of deliverance. Uh, And today she says, I don't even know what suicide and anxiety and depression is anymore because Jesus Christ has healed me. And so this is something that's very near and dear to my heart. And so watching that movie, um, it just brought it home that uh, Jesus Christ, he's alive and he is able to rescue us and also to heal us. Yeah, you're 100% Right. And, you know, even just hearing some of the testimonies shared from Sound of Freedom, you know, they're promoting the film. Um, Angel Studios, who is the same studio that um, produces the Chosen series. So I follow them on social media and I've seen different survivors come on their platform and just share little clips of their stories and stuff, which we at Summit Bible College are all too familiar with these sort of stories because we recruit people into the college. They come and they earn their education so that they can help others overcome the ways that they've been wounded themselves. And so we have various testimonies of people who've come through the college with very 
heartbreaking, heart-wrenching, traumatic histories. Um, and then not only that, Doug Bennett, Dr. Doug Bennett, who we're very affiliated with at Summit with Magdalene Hope, a lot of his women have come through the college to earn their education. And their stories are just... Um, just unbelievable and so you're right god does restore and if you see a person who's been through like childhood trafficking or any sort of sexual trauma um walk across the stage and earn their bible degree and literally um it's like when you see that happen it just shows that only god can do that for a person because people that don't have god they'll spend the rest of their lives medicating themselves just to like ignore or or um numb the pain of their experiences but jesus gives us courage to face the things that we've been through and the ability to share our testimonies and help other people amen you know so that's awesome so penny you've been at summit now for how long you were at summit for a while and then you um were away and you came back but totally you've been involved in summit for some time well it's been a part of my heart since 2012 (laughs) when i first came in and met met everyone and did some contract work with dr victor um i wasn't i was still living in las vegas at the time but i love the vision and i love seeing lives changed and it is just and the love at Summit. You know, I had shared with you that testimony that someone had shared with me about why they liked the college. It was because of the love that was there with the staff. We all really love the Lord, and it's more than just a job for all of us. <laughs> you know, it's our it's our passion to see people, you know, equi- equipped and healed and made whole. And one thing I'm so excited about is many years I was involved in different support groups, and I would be with people who were so educated and knowledgeable, but yet they were still so broken. You know, they had knowledge, but they didn't know the healer. And I think one thing that I know the Lord is wanting to do is heal and restore. And we need to take back what the enemy has stolen from us. Our sexual identity, who we are in him and, and creation is all from him. And it's been perverted to the point we can't talk about it. We carry too much shame. But the Bible says that there's no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. So we all go through stuff, and we want to create a safe place for people to heal, for people to share, and get real. Get real with the Lord. And and I'm excited because Rosie is just a dynamic woman of God. I know the foundation that she's going to lay of what God has to say. Um, and I, I see it. I have the vision already. I see people getting healed. And he's already showed me this will not be just the first one we do. We're going to do many because God, all creation is waiting for the sons and daughters of God to be made manifest in the earth. And my heart as an intercessor right now is to pray for the body of Christ to be made whole and to be set free. And so I believe that that's what we're doing at the college. Oh, my goodness. You couldn't have said it better. And your accent is just the sweetest sound in the (laughs) world. I love listening to you talk. You sound like so loving when you speak. Um, You're so right. And the only sexual healing seminar that I have been a part of at the college is one that we offered back probably 
I mean, it was right before I was married. So I've been married. So 2012, right around the time you came, maybe you were around Mm -hmm. it. You were, Mm -hmm. it was, um, about mainly about pornography. That was the main focus. And it was Shelly Lubin who was teaching, who was an ex porn star. And that was very interesting. And a lot of people got a lot out of it. And when you just understand the graphics and the behind the scenes that's involved with the pornography industry and just there's so much demonic stuff, like when it's unveiled for anyone who's struggling with pornography, I can imagine it would be something like that would create conviction in your heart to really recognize what goes on. But um, the freedom aspect was there as well. You know, people were really free, but that was just limited to pornography. And I noticed that when it comes to sexual freedom and healing there's a lot more that goes into it you know um so i know that that your seminar is going to be one that focuses on various areas of (laughs) healing and trauma and all the things that you know are really something like you said penny just kind of taboo topics that people don't really want to speak about but these actions that are being taken you know even as far as child mutilation and um, you know, that kids are able to change their gender before 18 and all this stuff going on. Like, those are all just, like, symptoms of a major, major underlining issues when, yeah. when it comes to sexual identity that if they aren't talked about, if they aren't spoken about, then people are just going to continue to get more perverse in their thinking. Well, and, and, and it's really going to lay a foundation for what does, how did God create us? He created us in his image, male and female. And, you know, a lot of times, one of the biggest misconceptions that that I see and that I see God heal in men, particularly, is who they are as men. Because a lot of men believe falsely, well, we are just uh, wired that way. It's normal for even a Christian man to undress a woman um, in their imagination. But honestly, that's not natural because God did not create men to be full of lust. Mm -hmm. He did not create us that way. He created us to love in his own image. And so for a man to be able to overcome that, to say, I can actually be healed in how I see a woman, to not have to objectify a woman, but to actually love her. Because, you know, in Luke 8, we see a group of women following Jesus. And he was not objectifying or lusting after women. And we are to be Christ-like from the inner heart, not just on the outward, so that men can actually be free to have relationships with the women and see them in a godly way and actually honor them and respect them and love them because love does no harm. And so this is something that's very, I'm very passionate about because I've seen, for example, I just want to give you one, one quick example. So there was a, a gentleman, young, young adult, in his early 20s, um, who was addicted to masturbation and pornography. Okay? But one of the things he had to overcome in his mind as we were ministering to him was that, what does it mean to be a man? Oh, it's normal to have these sexual things. But he was molested when he was six. And actually, a 13-year-old had sexual relations with him. And his dad was like, oh, great job, and celebrated that. He was only six years old, and it took Jesus Christ coming in and showing him that that was abuse. He always knew it inside, and he became addicted to pornography very young, and he felt awful about himself, and he was alienated inside. And so here he is full of shame and just saying, and the devil's telling him, well, you're a guy, this is normal. You're a guy, this is normal. 
No, it's not normal. That's not how God created you. And that's not how Jesus Christ in you is operating. And so he had to be healed. And I will tell you, he's been delivered, set free, and he's sharing his testimony <sighs> at this seminar. Oh, he that is amazing. And I love that you're having men and women at this seminar, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yes, so because important. we were made in his image. That's so important, though, because you understand a lot of people, they segregate the groups. But the reality of it is, is we're brothers and sisters in the Lord. And I know, like, for for me, all, I mean, you women can identify with this, too. Like, when you're married and you have a husband and... And, you know, you have brothers. I have two older brothers, you know, and I have, I don't have sons. I wish I did. I want, I want a son, Lord, give me a son. <laughs> but um, men, the men in my life who I care about their health, you know what I'm saying? I want to be able to understand what I need to understand. And then men also need to understand what us women, you know, if, if we have been through sexual trauma, you know, they have to be able to understand and have that laid out for them. Like, what is the wiring? What took place with you know, with the wiring of your brain when you were traumatized that way. So I think having them together, because I did a journey group. <clears throat> I don't know if, if you women are familiar with um, the influencers, but um, it's a, it started as a men's group here in town out of the bridge. Um, but then they branched off into married couples. And so my husband and I walked through the journey. It's like a series of books that you read with other married couples. And there were several, there were um, five total couples. And we walked through probably a 16-week weekly gathering, reading the same books, talking about it, walking through inner healing in our marriages, all the things. And then at the end, we went to a cabin as married, all the married couples went to a cabin and we each shared our testimony. And I remember that was probably one of the most impactful moments of my whole life, like ministry wise and just relationally, because we had already walked through 16 weeks of a journey with these people, but it was the first time that all of us really unveiled like the depth of our, um, stuff the things we've gone through our testimonies and like i said there were i said five couples there were six couples i kid you not 50 percent of the couples 50 percent of the women were molested when they were younger so half of the women and out of those women um all of those married couples um struggled with their sex life with their intimate life and it wasn't until you know we came together as a group of people unveiled the shame prayed, walked through inner healing, walked through deliverance, all that, that the, we understood the impact that that had on that particular woman. And the enemy lost his power that day. Literally, he lost his power. Similar situations that you described of like, well, where was the door that the enemy got in on? Because with what you just talked about with this young man, the door really was approval of his father. Like his father endorsed the enemy's hand on this little boy's life because he said that's normal that's good let's celebrate that and in all of those situations there was some sort of door that was open whether it was something not just the action itself is traumatizing and horrible but there's other things that the enemy uses to to tie us up into this false identity of you know sex is shameful or you're dirty or there's something wrong with you whatever the lie is Mm -hmm. is what's blocking the person from enjoying sex as a gift from god in the purity of marriage and so i have to say that was incredible and even for the people who don't have sexual abuse it was so i'm happy you're doing it all together is what i'm saying i'm happy that you are bringing men and women together and maybe a lot of these people that are coming maybe they don't have sexual trauma and that's not a like 
requirement for for you. So we will just share really quick and then we'll get into some more talking. We'll share real quick. This seminar is going to be located at Summit Bible College and this is going to happen in August. At the end of August, we're looking at August 26th. That's a Saturday, August 26th from 10 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Um, and the information is online at summitbiblecollege.com. You will see a flyer that says, let's talk about sex. Go to the website at summitbiblecollege.com, click on it and register. It is free for you to come and we are going to be recording it. We can give you access to the videos, all the things. So back to what I was saying, you do not have to have a background of sexual abuse to come. Our hope is that every minister will come because every minister is going to, and I assure you already have faced other people in your path that are struggling with sexual trauma. Well, and it's, and I love that you're saying that because it's not about the sexual mm-hmm. trauma only. Um, we live in a society where this, the devil leads the whole world astray in how we believe about our identity. And so this is already there. So in other words, we all need healing. When we come into Christ, we need to be healed in who we are, in our identity, to be secure. And you alluded to this a little bit ago. We're saying, how do how does a female approach sex? You know, if she doesn't know, if she's thinking, oh, well, a man is like that, and, and well, what's wrong with me? I like sex, or I want, I want sex, or okay, then something's wrong with me. Or there's something happening if um, she can't... Uh, a woman is told, oh, well, it's just harder for a woman to enjoy sex um, or to have pleasure with, with sex. And we've seen that that's a lie. The, um, God created sex. And I tell people all the time, we should be having the best sex ever. Christian couples, married couples, we should be having the most fun. And yet there's distortions in the sex lives that make it so that it's only those things that contradict the word of God that, that bring a sexual response. That means healing is needed. Right. When the wrong thing triggers your sex response, that is an indicator that there's something wrong. So I'm talking about um, when someone is drawn to certain things, even adults. So we're, we're going to hear from people who have been healed from adultery. Um, so there doesn't necessarily mean there was trauma, but why, why are you committing adultery? These are deeds of the heart. Today we hear things happening in the church, sex scandals at a large scale pastors, preachers of the gospel, supposedly, and bam, it's coming out. Why? Because they're not talking about it, and the enemy thrives in darkness. If we could be a church who talks about these topics that are in the Bible, the Bible talks about sex. The Bible has a lot of erotic, um, there's a lot of erotic nature to the Bible. There's a graphic nature to the Bible. And um, I think that why that's happening is a very interesting question and has a lot of different answers. There's a various different answers. It just depends on the person and the struggle and all that. But I think that there's still this stigma about sex in the church and people are still ashamed about it. And, you know, women that are my age and men that grew up and I'm 34, so I'm a millennial, but there's this whole thing called purity culture. Are you familiar with purity culture? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was a book called Kiss Dating Goodbye by this... Um, author that now is totally not a Christian at all. Um, he's like an atheist, but he wrote this book and it was about courting and stuff. And it has a lot, it was just a very legalistic approach to dating and it infiltrated into the church and it created a lot of like, um, I think just shame associated just even with dating somebody, you know, you get into this religious attitude about dating and it becomes something where you just, 
you feel like you you can't even trust yourself. And if you feel like you can't trust yourself as a woman, a young woman or a young man of God, that's the first issue right there. Because if you're just paranoid in your mind about what your next move's going to make, what your next step's going to be, like that shows that you don't have like the full experience of the love of the father, like the love of the father, the love of a parent allows you the freedom to walk, to make mistakes. Like God's word is very clear. You know, he gives us instructions and he, he desires that we obey him. But I think that when you tackle sexual dysfunction or even just like going back to the topic a second ago, dating, like all of this stems, first of all, from dysfunction in the home. All of the dysfunction that we're talking about sexually all started with the breakdown of family. It all started with a breakdown of family. If people had good, solid families with a mama and a daddy, and they understood love, and they understood values, and if their parents led their families the way that God designed us to, there would be... I don't see how we would be in a world with that like similar to what we live in now that is so prominent with sexual dysfunction because it would be modeled functionality and purity would be modeled to children so our heart is to equip families to do that and obviously in order to get there the families have to walk through their own healing it's just this broken cycle you know like you said we all have brokenness we have to be healed from but back to what i was saying with dating like you know we as parents we have to empower our children with the truth of Christ's character, the understanding, and to pray for them to have discernment and to be attracted to the things of God, right? But as my daughters get to the age when they start dating, I can imagine I'm going to have my my hang-ups, right, as a parent, but I want to empower them. They have the ability to make choices. They have the ability. I trust them because they're raised in the presence of God. Like, I trust you. And, you know, I wasn't raised in a Christian home, but something that I am thankful about with my mom is that she allowed me the freedom to make the choices that I made. And Christ met me in those decisions. Even though I wasn't raised in a Christian home, he still met me. But I didn't have religiosity, and I didn't have all this legalism creating fear in me about, oh my gosh, I can't talk to another person of the opposite sex and i think that the church acts like that too it's like the church is so afraid in a lot of ways of relationships between males and females well i think that that goes back to what i was saying that we need to learn how to love how do you have the authentic love of christ to see each other through god's eyes instead of yeah with purity and not with everything having to be sexual like you said or a man and a, a woman automatically they're going to come together and just start having sex. Um, and You need and to use discretion, obviously, and we know that. We know we have to use wisdom. Right. And we know that, um, that, that God will give us wisdom, but we do have to learn how to love well. Purely. Like you said, I love that you said that because we, where there's fear, where the enemy creates fear, that's where there's an opportunity for sin. And, like, the whole sex scandal thing, scandal thing that you're talking about is really big. And it's upsetting. And there's a reason why we're bringing the sex scandals in the church up. Because there's a reason um, why it's important. And non-Christians look at that. Or people that are even Christians look at that. Everybody looks at that. And they automatically, a lot of the time, they'll just discredit the church completely. And they'll throw the church out. And they'll just say the church is, is all awful. And it's all impure. And they're a bunch of perverts. And all this stuff. And it's like... Well, if we could be better about talking about the things that the enemy is keeping in darkness, I think we would do a lot better at fireproofing ourselves against these sexual sins. 
because honestly, and I love, I think we're doing better because when I first became a Christian and started walking with the Lord, you know, 14 years ago, pornography was even still very taboo. Talking about pornography in, in the support groups were very minimal at that time. There's so, if you're listening to this show today, there are so many resources for you and I want you to announce who you are and how to reach you, Rosie, as well in your ministry. But I'll tell you, there are so many resources for you to get healing, for you to get support, for you to get counseling. And we want you to understand that this show is designed to encourage you and to give you an outlet. Please come to the seminar September 26th. Visit us at summitbiblecollege.com. Click on the let's talk about sex link um but you can contact kingdom community ministries here in bakersfield you can contact wellspring personal development um there's various ministries and what's your ministry how can they reach you yeah so we have a prayer ministry called kingdom prayer ministries and so yeah we're available online they can just look us up you know www.kingdompreyerministries.org and so we are where yeah we're, and so people could just send you a message and yeah we have a prayer um they can ask for prayer on there on the website or they can contact us and and we we have we've even had zoom prayer sessions uh we can pray in person if they're local you know wow we'll, we'll over the phone mm-hmm. yeah so if you need support and then you know we at summit bible college have tons of resources for you too with different various personal counselors that we can refer you to and then the classes so we're doing these types of classes because we want people to not only get healed of course we want you to be healed but we want you to have tools so that you can walk and live in such a way that you are equipping other christians to help those in need that you are using those tools to help equip other people mm-hmm. we want people to be equipped with tools and we want people to know jesus and we want them to know his healing power mm-hmm. and um, for their minds to be renewed and breakthrough to happen and you know, don't be surprised either if you come to this seminar and there's, you know, deliverance and inner healing that takes place because that's the objective. That's the heart. That's the goal. We're going to have a time of prayer, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Where people are going to be able to privately get prayer um, as private as possible. I mean, it's a whole group of people doing this together, but we'll probably have breakout sessions where you'll have different leaders pull Well, you what's aside. really nice is we got to kind of tour around and figure out how to provide that uh, private setting for people oh, yeah. um, because we're going to have plenty of prayer teams available so that we can provide that space for people. Plus, they can schedule a future time if, if, we, if they would need that. They can schedule a private time for later so we have about one minute left um go ahead and run down some people that you that you have on your heart that you would like to attend yes it's so anybody really single married um anyone who has asked um themselves or noticed um that maybe you have areas of of shame uh regarding um sexual things maybe there's habits maybe there's fantasies uh, maybe there's addictions that you have not actually um understood or um have ad- ever addressed uh or or some aversion to sex or um just not feeling good about that um and so any the topics i mean there's so many um ways but gender how do you feel about gender maybe you have some um confusing thoughts so anybody who's in fits any of those things would would be welcome yes and anyone who has a heart for anyone else yes who Who ministers to others and wants to better understand yes but you know i always am amazed because when i come to a class at the at the college right i've taken over 25 classes i've earned three degrees at summit and when i sit in the class i think i'm going in there like oh i'm gonna be a better minister you know (laughs) and then i'm like in the corner like with snot all over my 
my face <laughs> crying and the Lord just comes in and heals me you know it's just amazing how God works right <laughs> so we hope that you enjoyed this show we're going to get into the nitty gritty on some of these topics next broadcast this was really just an introductory broadcast but it was so fun and tune in next week and we'll get into some other stuff God bless you this broadcast is sponsored by Summit Bible College